Hey, Nikki. Hey, Gabby. So today we are talking all about trust issues. And the crazy thing about trust is, first off, I'm like, God, I am not going to cry. Because <laughs> I was starting to cry a oh little my bit. Goodness. You know, I'm a crier. That's just me. <laughs> when I was thinking about some of my own trust issues. So this, I'm, I'm actually preaching to the choir today for myself. Because I will be a little open about my trust issues that I have developed over time. Mm. And the crazy thing about trust is that... Like, it can take years for someone to really gain trust. Yeah. But you can, like, break trust in an instance. Yeah. Like, it just takes that one time. Mm-hmm. And that's not for all of them. I mean, sometimes it's just overtime situations build up and you start to lose trust. But sometimes it just takes that one good time to be like, I can't trust you no yeah. more. And it's amazing how it can flip-flop like that mm-hmm. from one extreme to the other. So I just wanted to kind of dive in and talk about, you know, like what are trust issues? What are the signs of trust issues? How do we overcome trust issues? What are the like negative effects of trust issues? Mm-hmm. So we're just going to jump right in and talk about what are some of the causes of trust issues? Yeah, I've definitely had trust issues. And it's I really like what you said about how like it can take a long time to build mm-hmm. trust. And then it can be shattered in an instant. Yeah. And I think it's because if you believe somebody would never do something or say something or feel something. in one instant of them doing that or saying that. You just really look at them in a whole nother light. Another light. <laughs> and I have dealt severely with trust issues okay. and relationships in general. Yeah. Um, not just romantic okay. or friendship, but family. You know, I've dealt severely with trust issues. And I think that um, a lot of my trust issues came from me being extremely naive. Mm. You know what I mean? There have yeah. been people who I just gave too freely. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just jumped all in like... I love you. You love me. We're going to oh. be attached forever. Oh We're going to do everything together. <laughs> and, and then it don't work that way. And you don't necessarily understand. And I don't mean to sound like super young and naive. Obviously, mm-hmm. I'm 31 years old and I've mm-hmm. seen things. But at, the point in time, at a point in time, I really was. Yeah. When you come into a situation with really good intentions and then you start to see people treat you a certain way or be mean yeah. to you or be rude to you and you can't understand it, you don't get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, those will call you to ha- cause you to have trust issues. Um, things that happened back when I was a teenager. Yes. You know, it always oh goes gosh. back to childhood. It always goes back. Everything <laughs> goes back to childhood. Yeah, but I've had friends do shady, sneaky, yeah. undermine, underhanded things, and I am going to share some stories with y'all on this okay. episode because I got some crazy things that mm. friends have done to me. Wow. Um, but yeah, I've dealt with it in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the worst area. That's the worst. Where I have had trust issues. <laughs> the worst. It's the worst. And it's always feeling. because somebody, you don't just wake up one day and don't trust anyone. Mm-hmm. No. You know? So, what no. about you? Have you experienced it in different relationship types? I have. So, for me, predominantly, I've dealt with it in like romantic relationships. Um, in friendships, Actually, not really. Hmm. I think because I've always had really small circles, mm-hmm. and I've only ever That's the had, best way to do it. It yeah. is. I've only ever <laughs> had like two, maybe three best friends at a time in different seasons of my life. I've never and and it's kind of weird for me. It's like you're my best friend, or I have no friends. <laughs> like I don't really just have like general friends. Yeah, that makes sense. So associates. I yeah associates. But um, 
I haven't had friends betray me. Now, I've had acquaintances, Mm -hmm. like, betray my trust when you, like, open up about something in maybe an intimate setting of people that you just... You just assume no one's going to go back and say anything. And then I've had situations like that where I'm like, oh, okay, I can't trust you. I have learned that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of hard because I'm already, like, very particular about who I let in mm-hmm. just because, like, I'm so loving. And I just want, like, I'm like a hippie. Like, I just want everyone to be, in, like, like love with each <laughs> just, other just and just be happy. Just yes. And it's like <laughs> when someone hurts me, it's like, I get hurt, hurt. Like, I, there's no in-between. It's not like, oh, I feel... It's like, no, you, like, hurt, hurt me. <laughs> so I already have a little bit of and a guard scary. up. It is. And I already have a little bit of a guard up. So when, when my trust is betrayed, I, like, shut down. I just shut down completely, especially to that person. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes I found myself shutting down in other areas of my life to other people just because I've been so hurt because my trust has been... Um, broken by someone that I really care for Mm -hmm. and it's like well if you broke trust with me who else can do it like who else can I trust if I can't trust you yeah like and that's the hardest part is Mm -hmm. like if I trust you with everything and I shared everything with you like and you just like disregarded everything how do I know the person that's like I, I'm cool with, I'm friends with, I'm family with, ain't going to do the same thing. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, it's true. And it definitely causes you to put that wall up, which essentially you have to tear down to have love and to have relationships. Mm. And it's so yes. sad because it's unfair to the person who got hurt. You know what it I mean? Because very. now we have to do all this work to heal mm-hmm. from heartbreak. And I know that we're not the only ones, you know, we mm. all have our story and I think that it's really what you choose to do with it because Mm -hmm. they say hurt people hurt people and and that's how the cycle continues you know what I mean like I don't want to hurt people because because you're dealing with some hurts exactly that's not how it works so we'll get into a little Mm -hmm. bit of you know how to avoid that but I would like to share one story okay (laughs) I got a lot of them because (laughs) back when I was younger I always had huge groups of friends Mm -hmm. and I believe you can have really healthy relationships with huge groups of friends um but you know it's kind of hard sometimes when you're just besties with everybody you know what i mean to fully be able to trust um but this is a crazy story (laughs) y'all okay (laughs) and if y'all know this story man just just laugh with me okay (laughs) because some of y'all might be familiar with this if y'all went to high school with me or y'all know my mutual friends Mm -hmm. whatever but there was a girl who i was best friends with probably for like maybe four years, something like that. We had a big friend group and I left our high school that we were going to. So Mm -hmm. I was the only one who didn't go to that school anymore. And I still communicated with all my friends. I was still close to them. There was this new guy that came to their school. Mm -hmm. We'll call him Trevor. And so Trevor started their school. He moved up here from another state Mm -hmm. and he became extremely popular, straight A student, football star, Mm -hmm. everything. And one of my best friends got really close to him. They became best friends. 
And I started hearing all these crazy stories about this guy, like how he was dating so many girls and he was a player and everything like that. And I was like, oh my gosh, Trevor sounds like a mess. And she was like, well, I think y'all should talk. I really think you should talk to him. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, I'm not talking to him. But you just crazy. said he's a mess. Yes. Why do I want to talk to yes. him? Yes. Well, I don't think she was the one saying he was a mess. It was it was more so everybody else that Everyone was saying he was a mess. So let me correct okay. that. Yeah, it was everybody else. She was kind of a, or maybe she was and she switched up because she got close to him, something like that. Okay. But she became a huge advocate for him. Okay. However, and she was telling me I should talk to him, I should date him, and she was pressing the issue for like a week, maybe longer. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, no, like, are you crazy? Yeah. And one day... <laughs> I was just like, no, I don't want to talk to him. And he was like, why not? Why you don't want to talk to me? She put him on the phone. Oh, no. (laughs) So she put him on the phone. Fast forward, long story short, I was head over heels in love, y'all. Nobody could tell me nothing. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was so in love with this boy. Listen, I was so in love with him. He was a hot mess. I heard so many rumors about him cheating on me. I didn't believe nobody. Mm -hmm. He had me gamed up. And the crazy thing was, he was into some crazy stuff to where he had me lying to other girls, telling them that we wasn't together. Because he was like, I'm using them. So, it's just toxic. (laughs) I was in high school, so don't hold me against me. But she would say, that's not true. Don't believe those girls. They're liars. Everything. Wow. Long but he got you sh- lying. Okay. He got me <laughs> lying. And I'm believing him. I'm oh calling girls like, do you talk to him? They probably lying. He probably telling Everyone them. lying to Everybody each other. Lying. Oh Long God. story short, him and I ended up breaking up. Mm-hmm. And after we broke up, my best friend started telling me everything. Oh, so she knew the whole She time. knew. She was like, oh, remember when uh, my other best friends was telling me. I literally fell out with all my other best friends over him. Yeah. And they was like really sad and to see me, you know, going through this. And she was like, yeah, that was true. When they said he, they saw him kiss another girl. Yeah, that was true. About him still having a girlfriend in his old state. Yeah, that was true. That was true. Yeah, I seen all the pictures and videos in his phone. And I was like, she well, was why didn't you? with him too. <laughs> Okay, for real. Um, And so I was like, well, why wouldn't you tell me? And she was like, well, that was my best friend, too. And I owed him loyalty as well. And I'm like, we've been friends for years. Y'all been friends for like three months. Right. And what loyalty do you have in three months time of just meeting someone? I mean, I guess I shouldn't say that, but. Over someone that over you've known best for four for years, years or so. and you knew he was hurting me. Yeah, you know, I feel like even if the shoe was on the other foot and I was hurting him like that, I feel mm-hmm. like that would have put her in a still a really bad position. Yeah, of course, because you care about those two people. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, she ended up telling me everything, and I just felt like so hurt. And she just mm-hmm. she never owned up to it. Mm-hmm. I ended up apologizing to all my other best friends, and they was like, "We understand, we love you, forgave each other," but. That was a really messed up situation. I was crushed. (laughs) I bet. Like you said, I feel like in romantic relationships, even if you're like in puppy love and you're in high school and it's not like serious, serious, like it hurts That still still hurts. It hurts. (laughs) It does. Especially when you're young and you're new to it. You're like, oh, I'm so excited. And then it's like, oh, I'm so crushed. Yeah. But I mean, that's where trust issues a lot of times develop is Mm -hmm. something traumatic and we all have a different definition of traumatic what one person might define as traumatic to them Mm -hmm. may not be traumatic to someone else so like i can never tell someone like that's not traumatic because for them it might be and even if it's not to the extent of you want to say it's traumatic but it's negative Mm -hmm. like it just hurts you maybe you didn't feel like you were depressed over it but it's still 
like cause some sort of baggage that you carry on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like one of the, we were kind of talking about it earlier, building walls, like some of the negative effects of, you know, having your trust being broken by someone, Mm -hmm. um, especially someone that you really like love and respect and care for. Um, I think that that causes you to not only um, build up walls to protect yourself, but that's also pushing other people away from Mm -hmm. you like it's not like a lot of times and I know because I'm good at this too I build walls (laughs) I have the wall of Jericho around my heart right now and I always say like God the man that you bring to me he's going to have to tear down this wall of Jericho around my heart (laughs) because I am so like blocked like nothing's getting in but like it's also preventing me from loving other people and from being able to um not just gain other people's trust, but like trust them. Like it's a two-way street. It's now a one-way street. So mm-hmm. that that um, wall blocks both ways, and you begin to you can begin to isolate yourself and start avoiding situations. So like for me, I think I said before on one of the other episodes. I avoid relationships, like romantic relationships, because of my trust issues. That's Literally, the common denominator is my trust issue. Because I'm like, okay, well, so-and-so hurt me to my core. So, I'm already expecting the next guy to do so. So, I'm just going to completely avoid it. Yeah. And then, I mean, same thing with friendships. You can start, you know, not really hanging out with friends. I mean, you. You said I, you know, kind of just, like, dropped all my best friends. And mm-hmm. if you didn't reconcile that with them, yeah. you know, you could have been, you know, kind of lonely for a while without... You know, all your close friends just because of a a negative situation that you endured. Right. Yeah. So that's why you don't want to continue to pass that on. Mm -hmm. And so it it really is um, so difficult because it's like, how do I go forward? Like you said, wanting to have a romantic relationship with someone when Mm -hmm. I don't want to be hurt. Like, who wants to get hurt? But it's like you kind of have to be willing to get hurt you know what I mean like and then you proceed with caution because I feel like a lot of times not all the time but a lot of times if we look back on the situations Mm -hmm. where we were hurt Mm -hmm. there were so many red flags there were so many signs telling us this person Mm -hmm. is going to hurt you they don't care about you they're actively hurting you and you know they're actively hurting you but you're making excuses Mm -hmm. as to why I'm going and that was my issue was that I I wasn't so naive that I didn't see the red flags or I wasn't so naive that um I completely disregarded the hurt and my emotions because I'm an emotional person I'll feel them and I'll know they're there but I'm also like I said earlier such a loving person not my core um that I will give people multiple opportunities so it's like you hurt me but because I love you so much I'll let you back in and then you hurt me but I love you so much so I'll let you back in and it's it's a it's a weak spot for me yeah it's a weak spot for me that I'm like I have to learn like not that you know people won't ever hurt you we're Mm -hmm. we're imperfect you know we're, we're gonna hurt each other even if we don't mean to yeah but you have to be able to have the discernment to know right to know that wisdom to say okay this isn't right yeah like this wasn't a mistake you know, this wasn't something that someone did and now they're apologetic and now they're trying to change that. Mm-hmm. This is someone who is continually doing this mm-hmm. to you. And in turn, like, are you going to keep putting yourself in a position to be hurt and to continue to build up a wall in that pain and carry all this baggage with you, 
you know, through life? Or are you going to say, no, I have to let that go no matter how much that hurts and learn to heal from that. And like you said, learn to trust again. Um, My pastor who passed away, he had said something to me years ago. And he was like, if you're not ready to get hurt, then you're not ready for a relationship. And that has always stuck with me. And and I'm kind of like, yeah. dang, why did it stick with me? Because I'm hurt. I'm hurt. <laughs> so I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Like, if you're not ready to potentially open yourself up to someone else who could betray your trust, like, you're just not ready for a relationship yeah. because it can happen. And you don't want to stay so isolated from mm-hmm. everyone and everything and block potential blessings. Ooh, yes, that is so true. And it's like, I think that this baggage is something that you do have to unpack before mm-hmm. you get into relationships. Yes. But it's also something that you need, you need trust to mm-hmm. even be able to be vulnerable and share yeah. that with a partner. Yeah. Like my husband, he has told me many times before that he feels like I still have some trust issues mm-hmm. from maybe past relationships. And sometimes I look at him through the same lens as some of those people who wanted to hurt me and use me. And it's so interesting because once I really did sit back and look and say, he's not them. Like Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to hurt you. He's not selfish and out to only do what. So, so if he does hurt me, I know that it's still not the same. You know what I mean? He's not, not, it's not intentional. He's not lying and cheating and trying to manipulate me and do things like that. But it is so like for me with trust, a lot of times I feel like it's an insult to my intellect. Yeah. And that bugs me so bad. Like if I know you did something, I can say for past relationships, if I know you did something mm-hmm. and you're trying to convince me or tell me that you didn't do it or yeah. I seen you do something, like I can't handle that. And I know that there are a lot of women who will just say, okay, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. And brush under the rug. But I can't, like you I would never, I can't sleep at it night. Sit right with like you. <laughs> you're not going to tell me I didn't see that text messages and I've seen those text messages. Messages like, and I can't live with that. So, if there's times where I've even had my therapist have to tell me, like, you don't know everything, like, you don't know that, you don't know. And so, I can be very, like, um, I guess what's the word? I don't even know the word to describe it, but when I feel like I'm being lied to or my trust is being betrayed in relationships, Mm -hmm. like, I get so, like, shut completely down. Like, I cannot lay with somebody who I don't trust at Mm -hmm. all I can't that's why I don't understand how people can actively stay in relationships where they know somebody is doing things but then still sleep with them every night like I literally can't even have you touch me Mm -hmm. (laughs) if I feel like you're you're lying to me continually like hiding and and not being your full self with Mm -hmm. someone it's like sleeping with a stranger who wants to sleep with a stranger and it may not even be to the point of like something like to the magnitude of cheating or um whatever kind of like bigger situation that can cause issues in a relationship but it could just be like like we have no communication Mm -hmm. and in that like I can't even trust someone I don't have communication with like I don't know you and this is the person (laughs) I'm closest to the person who I'm the most vulnerable with like if you can't trust your spouse I think that your kids will betray you. You know what I mean? When they're a certain age, they want to, 
Wow. Be deceptive to do things with their friends or to, mm. you know, we deceived our parents mm. many times. And I feel like every person will deceive you. But my own spouse, who I'm choosing to do life with, to be my partner mm-hmm. in finances, in everything, to grow old together, we invest everything together. Mm-hmm. For them to break my trust, that is just like, yeah, it's, it's different. It's, it's different. <laughs> it's different in a relationship. It mm-hmm. just hurts. I feel like it just hurts more. Not that the other ones don't hurt. They hurt too. But it just hurts more because I feel like when typically when you're in a relationship, I would hope that you are in a relationship with someone that you really love and that you really trust and mm-hmm. that you look at as a best friend. Like for me, I can only speak for myself, is that when I'm in when I get into a relationship, I want that person to be my best friend. I literally right. want to tell that person Everything. every single thing and know that this person's not gonna judge me. This person's not going to take what I've said and 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 hold it against me in any way. Like they're going to literally listen to me like they are my best friend and be just as invested in me as a best friend would be Mm -hmm. um and it's just crazy to me when people are in relationships that they don't have connections like that and so for me if i'm in a relationship with my best friend who i tell everything to who i love who like you said when you're married you're sleeping next to them every night but you start having these issues and they're breaking your trust or vice Mm -hmm. versa you're breaking their trust um but when that starts entering in it leaves you so broken. And then, like, for me, I'm an overthinker. So I'm like, is it me? Is it me? What did I do wrong? Like, you did this because I did something wrong. Or you did this or you said this because of me. And it's like, no, don't take fault for that. That's on them. Like, that's, on them. <laughs> that's not on you. Not always. You yeah. know, I'm not saying that people can't spur up things. But it's crazy. And I feel like you were saying how, um, like, you wouldn't even be able to sleep at night if that was something. Like, it can cause stress. Like, not only loneliness and, you know, avoiding relationships, but it's it causes anxiety. Like, it's anxiety to know that you can't trust someone or to know that someone has hurt you multiple times and now you're anticipating that yeah. hurt. I've been there where I'm like, they didn't hurt me like five times. They're just going to come on back and hurt me, but come on back. Yeah. And then you hurt me. And it's like, I, I knew it. I knew it. I anticipated it. And I know we we were talking about, like, speaking things into existence. But some things, like I said earlier, is just discernment. If you know that's the pattern, like, you are already anticipating. And that causes anxiety and the anticipation. Because you're, like, you're on edge. You're, like, searching, like, what... Like, you're suspicious all the time now. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing? Like, are you telling me the truth? Because you've broken trust so many times with me. (laughs) It's crazy. And it's like, like I was saying earlier, it can block your blessings. Mm -hmm. Like, um, let's say in the sense of a relationship. If I was to be in a relationship with someone who has broken my trust over and over and over again, but I could continually stay with them for whatever reason, you know, that's making me probably miserable at that point. I know myself, I could probably say that I would be miserable at that point. And that could block my blessing because who knows what man is waiting for me around the corner who isn't going to break my trust, who isn't going to hurt me, who is going to treat me, you know, the way that I deserve to be treated and respectful to me. Because I I honestly feel like um, you lying or you um, breaking my trust is really disrespectful. Yeah, It's extremely disrespectful. Like, how dare you? Girl, I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna too. cry. Oh, I, no, I'm gonna cry. I, I was well, like, I cry when real. I get mad too. <laughs> <laughs> I cry for everything. But like, how dare you have the audacity? And and I can say this for myself. 
um, because I've gone through healing and I've gone through, you know, therapy and really working on looking at myself in a better light because I used to not. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I know the type of person I am. Mm-hmm. I know who I am now. And I am, like, super confident in knowing that, like, I'm not perfect. So when I name these things, I know I'm not perfect. But I am an amazing woman. I love so deeply. I care so much. Like, my gift is, like, servitude. I love serving people. I love helping people. So to know that I'm that type of person who's, like, willing to jump in front of a bullet for someone, for you to come back and betray my trust, like, that is, like, a slap in my face to me. And it's, like, how dare you have the audacity to do something like that to me when I have given you everything above and beyond mm-hmm. what you could imagine. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. And people just don't even realize, like, what they mess up when they do that. And and how it impacts you, like, like yeah. going forward. And like you said, you begin to internalize it. Like, I know that for me, losing friends, I... I developed a fear of abandonment Mm -hmm. i didn't have the closest at home relationship so i've always always desired that like i thought i was gonna go out and find it in my friendships Mm. in my relationships i wanted sisterhoods and i i just went out looking for that and i was i remember just being so vulnerable sometimes like Mm. I, i always would overshare and talk about my insecurities and one thing that my therapist told me that I really loved is that like when you are very vulnerable and you're sharing your insecurities you're going to attract two types of people you're Mm going to attract compassion Mm -hmm. but you're also going to attract predators Mm. Um, and I recognize that like when you share your insecurities somebody who may not have noticed that about Mm -hmm. you or may be intimidated about you will play on that oh yeah you know what I mean like if you say like oh my god like I hate my nose they will start making little comments about it. Like, you and know what like, I mean? Like, <laughs> I just told you I hated it. Why do you need to keep bringing it up to yeah. me? Because they're preying on they're you. They're preying on yeah. it because it makes them feel good to yeah. make you feel down. And you didn't yeah. even realize that mm-hmm. they respect you. They look up to you. They see something good in you. And you gave them all the like weapons leech. you need. They just suck it all out mm-hmm. of you. They just keep sucking, sucking, sucking it all out of you until you're just, like, drained. Yes. Now. Like, I've been honest many times about my feelings of feeling left out you Mm -hmm. know what I mean and I feel like people have taken that and literally went over and beyond (laughs) to make sure that I feel left out and that I know that hey we did this without you we've done that without you or you know and make you feel even worse about it now because it's putting in your face and I'm trying already to work on it you know Mm -hmm. what I mean but now it's kind of making me feel like again we internalize it well what is it about me like am I not pretty enough am I not you know, smart enough? Am I not, do I not dress nice enough to be a part of this clique? Like, what yeah. is it? You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's just so hurtful. So I think that, you know, we have to talk about how do you avoid this? Like, how do you love and be open, but at the same time, <sighs> be careful? I honestly feel like, like I was saying earlier, discernment for me, praying, praying that the people who are who enter my life, not everyone who enters my life is going to be like a forever person. Like they may just be seasonal. And I feel like everyone serves different purposes. And not to say that God purposefully tries to put bad people in your life to manipulate you and things like that. Sometimes those people are from the devil. And then sometimes those people you just can't avoid because that's just the world. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think when you come up 
against people like that. It's just using discernment and, and look again, patterns for me. I've yeah. learned that I have to look at the patterns and see like, how is this person, you know, in their regular life, outside of their relationship with me? Mm-hmm. How are they in their regular life? Like, if they are in a friendship with me, but they're always coming back to me talking crazy about another friend or someone that I know that they supposedly trust and have a relationship with, then I'm going to be kind of like, eh, <laughs> do I want to tell them stuff? Because they're clearly telling everyone else's business or they're yeah. talking bad about them. So I have to see those patterns and, like, how do you treat other people in your life? Because that's how you're probably going to treat me. Yeah. So I think that's one thing. I think it's hard to just completely avoid because – you know, people, especially for good people, they just mm-hmm. see the goodness in you and they know oftentimes they can play on that. Mm-hmm. They they particularly look for people who are kind and loving and trusting naturally mm-hmm. because they know that they can manipulate you. Yeah. So, um, you know, just, just having wisdom and discernment and praying on those things, um, I, I would say would be my first go. Yeah, I think that's really good. Wisdom and discernment is huge patience yes. taking time mm-hmm. I think I was just like thirsty to be friends with people mm-hmm. and I think that I jumped right in head first like no life jacket <laughs> and I it was drowning yeah, right. <laughs> and so it's just about being patient and letting things develop naturally you know you can't yeah, force those it. things force yes it. and I think that for me I think that one thing with trust is I can't be vulnerable with someone who's not willing to be vulnerable with me. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, a two-way street. It's a two-way street. And if I feel like you have a wall up, mm-hmm. then I'm going to have a wall up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like... it has to be free-flowing, yes. especially if it's like an intimate relationship, like a close best friendship or a romantic relationship. I don't want to feel like I'm pouring everything out to you. And you're not doing the same to me and you're holding back. You're holding your stuff back and you don't want to share. And that's kind of like... And that causes trust issues because it might not even be nothing crazy. It just be like, why aren't you being your full self with me? Yeah, what is (laughs) it that... Why are you holding back and then do you not trust me? And then maybe that's something that needs to be talked about to be overcome. But yeah, it's just taking your time and seeing, you know, are we both willing to go there? And I think that like... So many people use the term best friend or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I'll take that term very seriously. I think yeah. that everybody should. Yeah. Just like husband. Sure. I don't like, I don't even like to see when people say my husband, my wife, and they're not married. Oh, yeah. I'm like. I ain't calling no one my husband and we ain't married. Yeah, I'm like, Put get a married ring on first. It first. Like, honey, I didn't walk down the aisle and have paperwork done and get a license for y'all to just, we all just husband we all just, Right, we all married <laughs> so out here. So what I do all this for then? <laughs> we already could have just been husband and wife. But yeah, I take that title seriously. I take yeah. the title of best friend seriously. Mm-hmm. I feel like a best friend is somebody who you can literally tell anything to. They won't mm-hmm. judge you. Yeah. You could be your full self around them. I don't have to feel like you I have to. Hold yourself back. Yeah, like no. I don't want to have to feel like I got to be all done up um, to be around my best friend. And yeah. you know, not, you know what I mean. I could be like whatever. You know, I mm-hmm. I feel like all those things. Just think about like what are the key things that you need yeah. um, from a friend. Yeah, you know. It's about boundaries. It's about boundaries. Oh, my gosh. That's what I was <laughs> Creating healthy boundaries. Because if you don't create healthy boundaries, which we've talked about previously in another episode, um, that 
you allow everything and anything in. Yes, like you have to create boundaries with everyone in your life. And it looks different for everyone, but you have to do that because when it's it's like a, a castle. When you see a castle and they have like walls up and moats around the castle, like it takes a lot to get to that castle. That's yeah. their boundary. Not anyone's just gonna walk up in the castle like exactly. hey, I'm here. Same thing with me. Like my body's a temple. So I'm going to place boundaries and boundaries and walls are two different things. So I don't want mm-hmm. anyone to be like, oh well then I'll just cause it's not healthy. I'm speaking from experience, walls are not healthy, but Mm -hmm. boundaries are. Boundaries are, you know, you can talk to me in this certain way. This is how I expect to be treated. People can get in with boundaries still. Yes, you can still let people in boundaries because you're, you're essentially laying restrictions down. Like, this is how I deserve to be treated and talked to. You're not just going to come at me and talk to me any old type of yes. way and treat me any old type of way and expect for me just to be here and, and accept it all because yes. I'm not going to. Mm. I may for a, a, a time being just because of who I am at my core and how I just love people, but at some point that's going to get old and at some yeah. point I'm going to be like, no, I'm out. Like, I don't care. I don't care who you yeah. are. I don't care how much time we've invested in this. Like, I'm out because you've already betrayed me too many times and this yep. is no longer a two-way street. You're taking everything from me and I'm getting nothing in return. Mm-hmm. Um, so boundaries is super important. And, and just like we were talking about earlier, I really just feel like you have to get to a point, speaking from experience, where you just have to, just have to do it. You just have to, you like, just you just have, to, have to throw yourself in and say... I'm gonna. I'm going to trust you. I'm yeah. going. I'm going to just trust. And I think communication in that is super important. So for me, like I've said, I've been hurt to my core before um, in a romantic relationship that um, I don't want to date anyone at all. But I know that when I do eventually start dating, when I get to the point where I'm like, I can, I can do this. Like I can open myself up. I want to be open with that person yeah. and say, you know what? Because trust issues can manifest in different ways. And you can see when someone's not being their full self around you. Yeah, you can. And I know for me, like, I don't want to jump into dating someone or a relationship and then thinking, like, why is she like this? Like, I want to be open and be like, hey, I've been hurt. I've been hurt before. And I have some some trust issues. So it's going to take me a little bit to, like, really open up and be vulnerable Mm -hmm. again. And to allow myself to be my full self with someone again. Just because I don't want to jump in too fast. Like Mm -hmm. you were saying, jump in without a life vest. Mm -hmm. Without knowing, are you the lifeguard that's going to save me? Or are you going to let me drown? Because maybe you don't know how to swim and I'm going to drown. So it's (laughs) it's taking your time and being honest. And that's not just even in romantic relationships, but in friendships. You might get a friend and they're like hey why are you why don't you hit me up or hey why are you and it's like i've had some bad friends like you just gotta give me time and, and that person if they really want to be in a relationship with you and they really value you they'll give you that time and space mm-hmm. so i think um you know a combination of that as well just jumping in and saying i'm going to do it i'm yeah. what's the worst that could happen well the worst that happens they can hurt you it sucks. It hurts. But you've already been through it once. Not to say that you want to go through it again, but you've been through it once. You know how that feels. Mm-hmm. But you may end up finding someone who is absolutely amazing. They're yep. an amazing friend. They are an amazing future spouse for you. And you're just like, oh, my God. Thank God I opened up my heart yes. again. Yeah, I agree. And that's where those boundaries come in. They come into play because 
you may get hurt, but you will get a lot less hurt than you would have yeah. if you let somebody continue to slide past your boundaries. Because mm-hmm. like we said, um, we usually see the red flags yeah. ahead of time. Me so too. the really, the deep pain comes from ignoring those things mm-hmm. and continuing to let them slide. So side note real quick. I'll go back to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. Put a pin in it. Okay. I just feel like I think that there's so many men, this may be off topic, and women too, mm-hmm. who will hear someone say the things that you just said about mm-hmm. being hurt before and not mm-hmm. want to be hurt again because, you know, Gabby's not the only one. I'm not the only one yeah. who's been hurt and yeah. they know they don't have any good intentions. <sighs> mm. Mm-hmm. And they will mm-hmm. still be like, I can treat you like a queen. I can give you mm-hmm. everything you want. Jesus. Women do it too. And you know you ain't no good. You know you're the king of toxic. No good. <laughs> Why? It happens. Like, in my DMs, I just be like, I, at first off, either I know you on a personal level of some sort, or I see what you post and how you are. And how dare you try to come into my life and mess me up again after I just said I've been messed up. Like, that's just so selfish. Selfish. And it's like, at some point, uh, yeah. and not to sound self-righteous or anything, because I'm not trying to sound like, but like, at some point, like, don't you feel bad? Don't you feel bad? Don't you feel bad that or don't you're you trying to like, hurt well, someone me. or not commit to someone or play someone who's actively said, I've been hurt, don't hurt me. And then you come in and say, I'm going to hurt you. Like, what? Like, oh, you know what? I just read this book. Uh, it's called um, It Ends With Us, if anybody wants to read it, by Colleen mm-hmm. Hoover. But anyway, the guy in the story, it was so beautiful. Like, him and his girlfriend broke up because he was going off to the military. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I am not going to even... I want you to live your life. Mm-hmm. And if you are single, when we meet again, I will not even approach you unless I feel like my life is good enough for you. Wow. And Can he... God bring him my direction? <laughs> Where is he at? Well, he's a fictional character, I'm, but... That's why. They don't exist. <laughs> they don't exist. And he did not bother that woman again until he finished um being in the military he had opened two restaurants in in, you know the city that they lived in and then he was like i feel like i can give you everything that you need Mm -hmm. time attention everything so i just feel like man before you approach a woman Mm -hmm. do you ask yourself do i have everything am i emotionally mature am i financially stable do i have a toxic baby mama that's busting out my windows and can't stand not try to come bust out my windows because then you're gonna have two toxic women in your life because i don't play that but no exactly like make sure that if you especially i mean in all situations i think you should make sure you're approaching people in the right manner Mm -hmm. with the correct intentions but especially someone who says i've been hurt like that's just like it's literally like it's literally like saying i broke my arm and someone punching you in the arm that you just got broken and it's like why would you do that i just told you my arm's broken it hurts and you're just gonna punch me in my broken arm and they're like i don't care i needed to let off steam it felt (gasps) good to me like, stop thinking about ah. yourselves. But anyway, that's a whole nother topic. That's a whole nother, a whole <laughs> nother podcast episode. Yes, but uh, what I was saying was, like, boundaries prevent you from getting that far deep to where yeah. you get hurt to the core. To where, like, mm-hmm. it really is disappointing to let it go. Mm-hmm. But, um... It's not going to hurt as badly as if you mm-hmm. gave them everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that you have to know your limit. And when you know your boundaries, you can set your limit. Like, say, for instance, you don't like feeling like you're not a priority to mm-hmm. a friend. Just an example. 
and every time you invite them to something, they don't come. Mm -hmm. I think that you need to speak up when your boundary is broken and say like, hey, that hurt me that you didn't come to my birthday party. Mm -hmm. Or hey, what happened? Don't just let it slide and just be like, oh, well, whatever. Maybe they couldn't make it. And maybe that's true, but at least bring it up. Yeah, but but that boils up. Yes, it boils up and it builds up to where. It's been like 10 years and now mm-hmm. you're wondering why none of your stuff is important to them. When you mm-hmm. could start saying from the very beginning that like, hey, what happened to you? You know, yeah. just say it, acknowledge it, put it out there so that they're not as prone to continue to do it. Mm-hmm. And if they do continue to do it, then they're down crossing your boundary. Yeah. And then you have to recognize from there where you want to go. Exactly. And then like one last point I wanted to make um, is, I guess I should say from my situation, I think like how... You know, I shut myself off from relationships because of the trust issue. Um, not only does that hurt you when you shut yourself down, um, it, and it hurts. Like, it hurts because you do feel kind of isolated. And you mm-hmm. feel like, I have this desire, but I'm too afraid to open up that wound, you know, and have someone pour salt on an open wound. Like, you know, I don't know if you're going to tend to it or if you're going to pour salt on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that also not only blocks your blessings, but I think that can block other people's blessings. So I think to yeah. myself, God has a man out there who will treat me and love me in the way that I deserve. And it is, I don't know the word that I want to use, but it's wrong of me to hold myself from whoever that man is because I know, like, I know the love that I would give him. I know, like, deep down in my core, I want a man who leads me and I can submit to and I can help and I can pour into and I can do all these things. And it's like, it's a disservice. That's what I want to say. A disservice Mm -hmm. to the man who would be so blessed to be with me, not because I'm perfect and amazing, but because I am just a good person that God has instilled good things in me and I have good intentions. Like my intentions are never to hurt people, even when I make mistakes and I might accidentally hurt someone because I'm just human. But like my intentions are pure and it's like, not only does that block it for you, but it blocks it for others. Like Mm -hmm. it blocks others from getting in and having amazing friendships and having amazing mentors and having, you know, just amazing connections in your life because you're so afraid of letting people in. So I just really want people to take that, take that away from this is just don't be afraid to let people in. Um, and don't be afraid to trust again. And like I said, I'm preaching to the choir because I'm talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> I am talking to myself. Mm-hmm. And actually, you told me about your prayer for me. I've been praying the same prayer. I have oh. not been praying against your prayer Yay. anymore. <laughs> so I'm making <laughs> I'm making adjustments. I'm I'm trying <laughs> to get through this. Yeah, so just please take some of these tips and like Use them to try and overcome. Like you said, preaching to the choir. I'm preaching to the choir. I have to let my walls down. Like, I want to have more friends. I want to have things like that. So, that's something we're going to be working on. So, Mm -hmm. our activity for this week is going to be to write down, you know, what are your fears? Like, what are your desires? Do you Mm -hmm. desire a romantic relationship? Do you desire to heal relationships with your family members? Or do you desire more friends or healthier relationships with your friends? And then write down, you know, what is getting in the way of that? What is your fear? Mm -hmm. Do you feel like, nah, I don't trust them because they was talking about me or they always talking about people and figure out how to navigate that. And then 
write down your boundaries. Yeah. Like write down the things that you know for a fact that is a is a like a deal breaker for yeah. you like mm-hmm. is disrespectful to you um you know make you feel uh like you're not a priority not important i respect it all those things write those down yeah. so that you can recognize your limits and we're gonna do the same thing we're gonna out oh, for sure i'm definitely gonna do the <laughs> I'm same excited. i'm gonna start tonight yes. if i don't fall asleep <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna start um so yeah thank you guys so much for listening um make sure that you subscribe to the episode if you have not already so you do not miss a thing Instagram lives are back. We are so excited. So make sure that you subscribe to our social media because that's what we do. We do it on Instagram. So you don't miss any announcements when it comes to that. And just share. Share this podcast with other people. Comment, like. That's how we get seen. That's how we get noticed. That's how the podcast world works. (laughs) So (laughs) please do that for us. Again, we just thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.